Well, hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. I want to welcome you to this little podcast I'm putting together. Here we are at the end of week two, here on this Friday morning, June 23rd, 2023. I want to thank you so much for those that have been listening to this so far. I hope and pray that it's been a blessing to you as your time with the Lord and your walk with the Lord. And for those that are new here, what this is, is going through morning and evening prayer according to the Anglican tradition. This is a practice known as the daily office. It's set up as a way of having set times of devotion, of Bible reading, of prayer. And that was an area that I was struggling in for a long time. And I started this about the beginning of this year and found that it was a great benefit to me. I found it really deepened my time in prayer, my time in the Word. And so I thought if this is helpful for me, maybe it would be helpful for others as well. So wanted to put this out there and, uh, you know, whatever the Lord decides to do with it, that's up to Him. But I'm just putting it out and praying that it blesses somebody today. So for this uh, morning prayer service, if you'd like to follow along, you can search online for the Book of Common Prayer, which is uh, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. And that's found under the Resources tab at anglicanchurch.net. Uh, you can also follow along on dailyoffice2019.com. Or you're more than welcome to just listen and uh, pray along with me. Uh, before I get started, if you want to keep up on these services, definitely subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. And also, if this has been helpful for you, definitely drop me a line. You can reach me at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at CommonPrayer419. I'd love to hear from you. love to hear what your experience has been with this. If you have any questions, if you have any prayer requests, I'd love to uh, lift up your needs in prayer to the Lord, uh, form a little uh, community through this podcast, hopefully, and we'll see where the Lord takes it. So let's get ready for morning prayer for this morning. Let's prepare our hearts for worship. So again, this is morning prayer for June 23rd, 2023. This is the Friday after the third Sunday after Pentecost. And we'll begin with the opening sentence of Scripture. Thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, and also with him who is of a contrite and lowly spirit, to revive the spirit of the lowly, and to revive the heart of the contrite. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God. 
but especially when we come together in his presence, to give thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises, declare to all people, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us worship the Lord in the words of the Venite, which is Psalm 95. And we will begin with the opening response. The response is, O come, let us adore him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, it is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, 
Let us adore him. The Psalms appointed for this morning prayer service on the 23rd day of the month begin with Psalm 110. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord shall send the scepter of your power out of Zion. Rule in the midst of your enemies. In the day of your power, the people in holy raiment shall offer you free will offerings. From the womb of the morning, the dew of your youth belongs to you. The Lord has sworn and will not recant. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord at your right hand shall smite kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge the nations. He shall fill the lands with dead bodies and strike down heads over many countries. He shall drink from the brook by the way. Therefore shall he lift up his head. Going on to Psalm 111. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks unto the Lord with my whole heart, in the company of the upright, and among the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out by all who have pleasure in them. His work is worthy to be praised and held in honor, and his righteousness endures forever. He has made his marvelous works to be had in remembrance. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He has given food to those who fear him. He shall ever be mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are faithfulness and justice. All his commandments are true. They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and equity. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who live accordingly. His praise endures forever. Going on to Psalm 112. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the one who fears the Lord, who has great delight in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty in the land. The generation of the faithful shall be blessed. Riches and plenteousness shall be in his house and his righteousness shall endure forever. For the upright there rises light in the darkness. He is merciful, loving, and righteous. It is good for him to be generous in lending, and to guide his words with discretion. For he shall never be moved, and the righteous shall be kept in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of any evil tidings, for his heart is steadfast 
and trusts in the Lord. His heart is established and will not fear. At the last he shall see his desire upon his enemies. He is given freely to the poor, and his righteousness endures forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The ungodly shall see it and shall be angry. He shall gnash his teeth and waste away. The desire of the ungodly shall perish. Going on to Psalm 113. Praise the Lord. Sing praises, you servants of the Lord. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth forevermore. The Lord's name be praised from the rising up of the sun to the going down of the same. The Lord is high above all nations and his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who has his dwelling so high and yet humbles himself to behold the things that are in heaven and earth. He takes up the lowly out of the dust, and lifts the poor out of the ashes, that he may set them with the princes, even with the princes of his people. He gives the barren woman a home to dwell in, and makes her to be a joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord! Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson for this morning prayer service is a reading from the book of Judges, beginning with the sixth chapter and the first verse. The people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord gave them into the hand of Midian seven years. And the hand of Midian overpowered Israel. And because of Midian, the people of Israel made for themselves the dens that are in the mountains and the caves and the strongholds. For whenever the Israelites planted crops, the Midianites and the Amalekites and the people of the east would come up against them. They would encamp against them and devour the produce of the land as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance in Israel and no sheep or ox or donkey. For they would come up with their livestock and their tents. They would come like locusts in number. Both they and their camels could not be counted so that they laid waste the land as they came in. And Israel was brought very low because of Midian. And the people of Israel cried out for help to the Lord. When the people of Israel cried out to the Lord on account of the Midianites, the Lord sent a prophet to the people of Israel. And he said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I led you up from Egypt and brought you out of the house of slavery. And I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of all who oppressed you and drove them out before you and gave you their land. And I said to you, I am the Lord your God. You shall not fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But you have not obeyed my voice. 
Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth at Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abizrite, while his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, Please, my lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of Midian. And the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do not I send you? And he said to him, Please, Lord, how, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, But I will be with you, and you shall strike the Midianites as one man. And he said to him, If now I have found favor in your eyes, then show me a sign that it is you who speak with me. Please do not depart from here until I come to you and bring out my presence and set it before you. And he said, I will stay till you return. So Gideon went into his house and prepared a young goat and unleavened cakes made from an ephah of flour. The meat he put in a basket and the broth he put in a pot and brought them to him under the terebinth and presented them. And the angel of God said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened cakes and put them on this rock and pour the broth over them. And he did so. Then the angel of the Lord reached out the tip of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened cakes. And fire sprang up from the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened cakes. And the angel of the Lord vanished from his sight. Then Gideon perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. And Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for now I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace be to you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Then Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, The Lord is Peace. To this day it still stands at Ophrah, which belongs to the Abizrites. That night the Lord said to him, Take your father's bull, and the second bull, seven years old, and pull down the altar of Baal that your father has, and cut down the Asherah that is beside it, and build an altar to the Lord your God on top of the stronghold here, with stones laid in due order. Then take the second bull and offer it as a burnt offering, with the wood of the Asherah that you shall cut down. So Gideon took ten men of his servants and did as the Lord had told him. But because he was too afraid of his family and the men of the town to do it by day, he did it by night. When the men of the town rose early in the morning, behold, the altar of Baal was broken down, and the Asherah beside it was cut down, and the second bull was offered on the altar that had been built. And they said to one another, Who has done this thing? And after they had searched and inquired, they said, Gideon, the son of Joash, has done this thing. Then the men of the town said to Joash, 
Bring out your son, that he may die. For he has broken down the altar of Baal, and cut down the Asherah beside it. But Joash said to all who stood against him, Will you contend for Baal, or will you save him? Whoever contends for him shall be put to death by morning. If he is a god, let him contend for himself, because his altar has been broken down. Therefore on that day Gideon was called Jerubal, that is to say, let Baal contend against him, because he broke down his altar. Now all the Midianites and the Amalekites and the people of the east came together, and they crossed the Jordan and encamped in the valley of Jezreel. But the Spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon, and he sounded the trumpet, and the Abizrites were called out to follow him. And he sent messengers throughout all Manasseh, and they too were called out to follow him. And he sent messengers to Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, and they went up to meet them. Then Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said, Behold, I am laying a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the fleece alone, and it is dry on all the ground, then I shall know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. And it was so. When he rose early the next morning and squeezed the fleece, he wrung out enough dew from the fleece to fill a bowl with water. Then Gideon said to God, let not your anger burn against me. Let me speak just once more. Please let me test just once more with the fleece. Please let it be dry on the fleece only. And on all the ground let there be dew. And God did so that night. And it was dry on the fleece only. And on all the ground there was dew. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Te Deum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, 
and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson for this morning prayer service is a reading from St. Paul's first epistle to the Thessalonians, beginning with the second chapter and the first verse. For you yourselves know, brothers, that our coming to you was not in vain. But though we had already suffered and been shamefully treated at Philippi, as you know, we had boldness in our God to declare to you the gospel of God in the midst of much conflict. For our appeal does not spring from error or impurity or any attempt to deceive, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak, not to please man, but to please God, who tests our hearts. For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed. God is witness. Nor did we seek glory from people, whether from you or from others, though we could have made demands as apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. So, being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you had become very dear to us. For you remember, brothers, our labor and toil. We worked night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you while we proclaimed to you the gospel of God. You are witnesses, and God also, how holy and righteous and blameless was our conduct toward you believers. For you know how, like a father with his children, we exhorted each one of you and encouraged you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. And we also thank God constantly for this that when you received the word of God which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you believers. For you, brothers, became imitators of the churches of God in Christ Jesus that are in Judea. For you suffered the same things from your own countrymen as they did from the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and the prophets and drove us out, and displease God and oppose all mankind by hindering us from speaking to the Gentiles that they might be saved, so as always to fill up the measure of their sins. But wrath has come upon them at last. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Benedictus, which is the song of Zechariah from Luke's Gospel. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, 
born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us declare our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect for the Friday after the third Sunday after Pentecost. 
O Lord, from whom all good proceeds, grant us the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may always think those things that are good, and by your merciful guidance may accomplish the same. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Endurance Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. A Prayer for Mission Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge the life-giving Spirit of your grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing, and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We've come to the part of the service for intercessions, so I invite you to take your needs, your concerns, whether for yourself or for others before the Lord. Feel free to pause this recording to to give yourself that time to lay these concerns and these needs at his feet. And I just encourage you to trust that the Lord hears you and the Lord will give according to his will. And then we'll come back together and thank the Lord for his blessings in the general thanksgiving. Let's pray the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Glory to God, whose power, working in us, can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to Him, from generation to generation, in the Church, and in Christ Jesus, forever and ever. Amen. Well, that brings this Friday morning prayer to a close. Thank you again so much for taking this time to go through this service with me, to share in these prayers with me. It truly means a lot to be able to uh, bring you this podcast. I love going through this liturgy. I love just considering the, the words, the depth of them, and just taking that time to to worship God as I as I pray through this liturgy it just connects on a deep spiritual level for me and I I hope as you're going through this with me that you feel some of that connection as well that you feel some of that closeness to the Lord as you go through these words that in one form or another have been prayed to the Lord by Christians in the Anglican tradition for over 400 years. Again, if this has been a blessing to you, draw me a line at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. Um, look look me up on Twitter at commonprayer419. I'd love to hear from you. And especially if you happen to be living in the Northwest Ohio area, there's um, not a lot of Anglican fellowship in this part of the state, so not a lot of chances to get into uh, morning prayer or evening prayer. So if you are in this area and you are listening to this podcast, you're praying along with me, uh, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. love to hear where you're listening from and um, be able to share in fellowship. And if you have any prayer requests or prayer needs, I'd love to take them before the Lord for you. So definitely reach out and... Uh, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Again, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss a service. We, uh, I'm posting at 8 a.m. on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and I'm posting evening prayer at 5 p.m. those same days, so be sure to keep an eye out for those. So to wrap up this second week of this podcast, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly, and I thank you so much for joining me. May God richly bless you, and we will see you next time.